Hey, Jamal here. Just a quick note for the top of today's episode. All discussion about the Drag Race Italia judge that's being had is alleged. These are our opinions. And also, we are covering something that actually happened to us. Thanks for coming, podcast. So again, these are our opinions. Um, this is formed off of the research that we've done. What's out there? You can, you can find it too. But um, this is all alleged outside of what actually happened to us. Uh, we want to produce a good product. We are, we've always been open to others and to learning. And, you know, that chance wasn't given to us. So we'll dig into some of the details at the top of the show. But, yep, just a quick little note. Grab your wig glue. This is alleged. And um, let's get into the show. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, everybody. My name is Seth. What is yours? Ciao. Jamal here. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, mediocre week at Thanks for Coming, the most (laughs) magically gay podcast there ever was. Spicily mediocre (laughs) and gay podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We got a hot topic to talk about, don't we, to just get right on into? Oh, yeah. It's it's like very hot, but, you know, I'm hotter so I can hold on to the searing glass in my hands. Honestly, at this point, I'm like the uh, searing embers that remain after it's all over. <laughs> hey, if I have to be Myrtle Snow on the stake screaming, Balenciaga! <laughs> Sign me up, bitch. Let's get into it. Yeah, I don't know. how How do we start this? Well, we'll keep it short and sweet. PR major here. So what had happened was we, TFC Pod, responded to someone on Twitter after having a conversation with a a friend that we know, someone who's kind of closer to the culture than we are. I'm not going to say any names or label Mm -hmm. them in any way. But, um, you know, having discussions and responses based on a private discussion that our friend and TFC had we replied online, not at teen anybody, like not at mentioning anybody. You know, we and, don't do um, that on this show. We don't do that. We don't send hate to Queens. We always preach not to send hate. We don't do that either. It's more like inquiring, right? And just joining the conversation mm-hmm. that's already active online on places like Reddit, all over Google and other social platforms. And other so, message boards, yeah. Other message boards, yes. And this person, <coughs> this judge on the show, are we saying their name? I mean, I don't remember his name. What is it? Oh, you know, it was hard. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, they decided to, you know, spend their time because they're so busy, apparently. So busy with the launch of Drag Race Italia. Mm -hmm. Um, Scrolling through tweets, looking for people to attack. Um, Not cool. It's the internet. You're on a global show, mind you. And people are going to have critiques, especially if you're outwardly messy as fuck. (laughs) so allegedly you know all these stories all over reddit google you can do the homework yourselves we're not going to get into the mess the mess was brought to us Mm -hmm. so we're just telling you what's going on listeners thank you to those of you who have checked in on us seth there was one podcast yeah special shout out to lost spaces podcast who uh they're another queer podcast so if you're looking for other queer podcast content i would definitely recommend seeing if they're your cup of tea 
Yes. Thank you so much for checking in. And also Windsor from the Thanks I Hate It podcast. Send love to my sis Windsor. She's like, what's going on over there? What's the tea? So, um, you know, (laughs) and the DMs just letting them know that we're okay. But thank you to those of you who checked in on us. Because if you do know TFC, if you're a true listener and fan of us, you know that we break down every side of an issue. We are not quick to place judgments. We join the discussion, productive discussions. And if you're going to send your toxic fans our way <laughs> to just deliver shit to you, like one, you're bored Two, maybe you're not really cut out for the industry. And three, how dare you bring more toxicity into a fan base that has enough of that bullshit. We really need right. to think about what we're doing here and how we treat each other on the internet. Like, we might not be covering Natalia for reasons we'll get into and reasons that were planned prior to this petty bullshit. But, yeah. you know, we'll explain all of that and why. But it's like we would love to enjoy your franchise and fill it with love like all the other franchises. But how are we supposed to do that when you're just outwardly nasty? I mean, I watched the first episode and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Queens. and um, And now I'm just like... I kind of don't even want to watch the show anymore. Well, it's a kind of a turnoff. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, um, I don't know. I guess just to give like a short recap of my feelings, since I'm the one that may, this is Seth, for those of you that have trouble um, telling the difference between our voices. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slightly less bitchy one. I've, I've heard about it. I've heard that. So I, I just, just to be clear, you know, um, you know, I, I'm the one that runs the Twitter and I, you know, for people that do follow us regularly, they know that we, and and especially myself on Twitter, I try to spread a lot of um, acceptance and positive mm-hmm. messages within all parts of our community. Um, a lot, you know, definitely pushing very hard for our the, the our trans community within our LGBTQIA community. And it's just like really hurtful to see all these people messaging me things like you are an evil, horrible person. You are defaming the judge on <laughs> Drag Race Italia. I mean, I guess I'm I mean, I'm, I'm the type of person that just likes to see this both sides of every story. And, you know, when I would like like we said, when I would look and do research into who this person was, because, um, you know, it, w- it was told to me, I didn't go looking for it, that that this person is problematic from our and, source, mind you, from our source. This was told to us. Yeah. And then, you know, the things that I've seen, especially researching even more after this, you know, l- you know, if you're if you want to attack people online mr judge maybe you should go start with reddit because there they there's a lot of people on there that do not like you i mean keep scrolling it doesn't stop just keep scrolling yeah so i mean like i learned a lot more um problematic things that he's done i do not think this person is evil incarnate Mm. i do not think that they are evil and I no. never said that. And I never said that. Right. And, and it just became way blown out of hand. Like we have 3,500 sur- sub- uh, followers and this person has 200K followers on Twitter and w- over a million on Instagram. And mind you, the people attacking us are like um, people with like 15 followers. But mind you also, TFC is a show that gives people the room and the space to grow. And we'd be more than willing to do that with as well. But, you know, we're not in charge of this grown person's, in quotes, grown person 
professionals decisions so we're just going to stay in our lane over here and we're not doing anything different we've always served utfc even in this moment and there was an apology but you know after our research we decided that was not deserved so yes especially after the especially after the way we were treated because he this person you know he didn't even give us a chance to understand the whole issue he just said oh like i've had enough of this i am filing legal charges against you and like all this stuff and it's like whoa like you know if we're wrong tell us we apologize to people all the time on this podcast when we're wrong doesn't sound like somebody who should be judging a show in my opinion really doesn't i don't think now you know hearing something and experiencing something like this i don't think that the true winner will be the winner doesn't sound like they know how to you know make decisions or hear people out or let people do some growing themselves Right. I don't know. It's just an opinion, right? We all have got one. Come get your sis, RuPaul. And they can come get these leaves out <laughs> this backyard, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I would, ur- if anyone from production is listening to the show, I would urge them to reconsider this judge as a, you know, a person on the show for the second page or, or maybe, maybe or for the second season, if there is one, maybe not even that, just maybe have a discussion with them and like set him up with a therapist through the show. Oh yeah. This definitely plays into the discussion that we have on the show anyway, about the toxicity within the queer community. So it sounds like this could be a great place to start. Yeah. Um, so not to dwell on this too much, um move on to our next discussion which i don't know i'll let jamal start this part too (laughs) (laughs) yes are we all sipping our tea and water it's cooled down a little bit um as most of you know we're approaching episode 250 we are going to be four years old in january yeah can you believe that like we've been doing this for four years yeah that's a long time It's a long time. So it's not like we just showed up, right? You know, Um, but hey, a time comes for things to come to a close or Mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. There's a a lot going on for us individually um, on personal levels, professional levels. And we we love doing the podcast, but my goodness, it's great for Drag Race that there's so many franchises, but it's very (laughs) hard. to keep up and that's why we play with the format we want to make sure that we're giving you all the content that you want to hear from us and see from us but it's getting to be (laughs) quite a lot so yeah so when we started the podcast it was uh like there would be two seasons on tv like a year a year yeah and And now yeah we would do like off-season content too like we actually have we had breaks built-in breaks (laughs) and now that like like for example, currently there are like four different franchises going. Yeah, so we're already serving you UK, Canada, Dragula, and we're here. And you know, now if we, we were going to start, we're not starting new franchises because we know that the show is coming to a close. Episode mm-hmm. two fifty will be our last episode as Thanks for Coming podcast. To give you more tea, we just need like at least six months to a year off. Yeah. There are talks of us coming back as a different show. So, you know, stay tuned. We mostly just need a break. We're still going to be watching Drag Race. We're still going to be on social. So you can still interact with TFC and listen to old episodes, of course. Come to us for who we are listening to on the Drag Race front. And we will DM you that information. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's been a lovely ride. But it's time for me to jump into my real estate bag full time. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, too, like, I, I'm pretty sure you all can tell, like, we've just been getting more frustrated with the show. Absolutely. Uh, as, the, as time has gone on, it's, like, more about, like, the reality drama aspect of it rather than um, the And drag. how much the queens are spending. Yeah. Right. And that's the other thing is, too, especially um, talked about by, um, uh, on for the UK version by Vanity after she's eliminated. She's like, you know, there's all these great, people of color i think god i wish i could remember this other queen's name she's like a pr- i think she's pretty well known queen of color in, in oh England. and her pro show interview is it yes Frida, yes Frida slaves Frida slaves oh yeah there yeah that's it yeah <laughs> yes i live Frida for that slaves name. who who they wanted to be on episode one or on season one but she couldn't do it because she couldn't afford it yeah it's a lot and like i guess you have to be prepared for that but damn it is asking a lot for um queens like new queens vanity's only yeah. been at it like what a year year and a half and queens like, shouldn't UK, be punished to, yeah and they but, don't you know even give them money either no stipends right. yeah then there's no prize money in the uk so like where are they making that back right so are we guaranteeing you know, them views on the show they get <laughs> in la like <laughs> i don't know i have questions I don't know. So it's like, so there it's, you know, it's a multitude of reasons why we've decided to bring the show to an end. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's just because we're running out of time. There's not enough hours in the day and we want to make sure we're serving you quality. So we need to recharge and regroup. And if we do come back, it's, we will not be talking about drag race, Mm -hmm. but you can still follow all of us individually and at TFC pods accounts. And um, of course, we'll keep you updated on our timelines as other things morph and shift. Yeah. And if you want to, uh, you're more than welcome to message us or tweet us what you would want us to cover as a podcast if we do come back. You know, I think it would be interesting to hear what you want. I mean, we definitely have our own ideas of what we would like to talk about. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. uh, but, you know, of course, as as we always have been, we're open to suggestions. So uh, feel free to do that. And remember to be kind, be nice, do your research, and don't be too quick to apologize. Yeah, that was my fault. I don't know. Hey, that's okay. We're, we're saving <laughs> face and doing what we needed to do as humans. But what happened? We did more research and decided to change our minds. You do the same thing, listeners. Yeah, it's a great it's like, practice. Also, how am I supposed to come around on the issue? Like when you so quickly threaten legal action and send all your fans after us? Great example. Great I don't judge. Know. Great teacher. I don't know. Just fabulous. Mm. Can we have Jeffrey Boyer Chapman back? <laughs> yeah, we prefer him. I'm JBC. pulling over. I'm getting out the car. <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn. Where to go from here? I guess let's go ahead into our honest tea spill of the week. Yeah, let's have some fun. Uh, honest tea. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, are of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of most of everything going down in the drag race world. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start our discussion quickly. We're going to kind of go a little bit quicker today just because mentally I'm I'm not like really in it this week, as you may have been able to tell. It's been a long Um, weekend. (laughs) Yeah, it's been... I mean, it's not horrible, but just like... Not the best. And a fog. We've got it's you, just Queen. Exhausting. Yeah. 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 We've got you. We're here for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to quickly get through Dragula, we are on episode five called Glue Ship Glamour. And in this episode, the monsters must delve into the depths of the dark oceans for a ghost ship glamour theme and perform a lip sync to the Boulet's mm-hmm. newest single, Wicked Love. 
we have a, a fright feat this week where they had to find a hidden key in the boudoir and this was found by Jay Jolie, who now has the ability to either <laughs> save themselves from extermination or put another competitor up for extermination. Um, spoiler alert, she chose to put Bitter Betty in the extermination. And no one was expecting it. We were getting our whole life over here. Yes, yes girl. Because Bitter um, Betty is just kind of like, she's been mostly there for the mess. She's had like some moments, yeah. but girl, Jade got you. <laughs> yeah. Get her, Jade. Get her, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying that the whole episode. It was fun. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that the, uh, I, what did you think? Well, what did you think of the Boulay's brother, the Boulay brothers song, Wicked Love? I think it has to grow on me. Like it wasn't bad, but it's one of those that I kind of have to bop to for a little bit before I just let it play on my radio. It was better than like what we've heard come out of uh drag race recently so i don't know i guess what's that what's that phrase they say um about athletes athletes those that can't play teach coach yeah those yeah, who can't coach. do teach <laughs> that's kind of how i feel about the boule brothers song it's like oh, no! those those that can't sing use many many filters and distortions <laughs> on their voice yeah. <laughs> well it definitely felt like an electronic jam for sure there's definitely some electronic uh use <laughs> i mean honestly after this was over i was like you know rupaul is a high quality <laughs> high browed musician <laughs> an artiste and i would love to listen to more of that music now Hey, Christmas is coming. I'm about to be listening to RuPaul's Christmas album. It actually low-key goes off, so... Well, I'm excited for the next episode of UK because they're going to be uh, doing a video for Hey Sis, It's Christmas. Yes, that's my favorite one. I'm it's so the best song. Pumped. I'm so pumped. So excited. Yeah. And over here, I'll be listening to Bindula Creme and Jinx's uh, <gasps> Christmas album because I got that on vinyl. Oh, so good. Everyone should get that. We should get that. Yeah, it's it's uh they have great songs and their Christmas special is the only one that this um Jewish person will watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the happiest season on Hulu earlier. It's a movie. Um mm -hmm. they make an appearance, so you should watch oh. that movie just for that scene. I will, yeah. I'm gonna look into that. Aubrey Plaza's in it too. Oh hey, Ingrid goes west. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in, back to Dragula, the winner of this week's challenge was, uh, or for show, I should say, is Sigourney Beaver. Well-deserved, finally. Well-deserved. She's serving. She's not playing with these queens. They still hate her, but she's serving. <laughs> Wait, you you hate her or they hate her? They do. They hate her. Like, they on hate the her. Show. Okay. Like, they're so mean to her all they the time. They are so pressed about Sigourney. She didn't even get to enjoy her win. No, they're just like so mad. They're like, fuck off, Sigourney, <laughs> wearing the yeah. same ass silhouette that you wore last week. She's like, I don't sorry, get she it, has bro. titties. <laughs> like, she has done different silhouettes. Those are just her breasts. Like, what is she supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, girl. Like, these queens are wild on this season. Like, I don't know if this was like the instructions, like, we need a messy <laughs> season. But, like, I'm, I'm fully living for um, Dolly's. Uh, comment you know talking heads and commentary of the situation oh sure me too me too you're probably wondering how we got here <laughs> 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 uh 
Um, so the bottom three this week uh, are, of course, Bitter Betty, as placed there by Jade. Uh, we also have Hoso Teratoma and La Zavaleta. Um, I think it's worth mentioning that Hoso's look was, um, I, I think it was a more of a traditional Korean uh, creature, like a um, like a god of the water sort of creature. Okay. Um, but I, I, you know, like I like the Boulay brothers and many other people just didn't understand that. And yeah. of course, you know, um, not not Hoso's fault, not anyone's right. fault for not knowing the Korean culture, of course. But mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if Hoso explained it off, um, you know, like uh, maybe like we didn't see it show. on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah i don't know there was clearly miscommunication there as is easy to do yeah because we heard glamour and abundance so like glamour abundance like keywords make it extra sparkly bitch but um i think there was some misunderstanding there for sure yeah i i also did not you know in the moment did not feel that um this look said glamour to me or fit the category but right you know that's just my opinion I co-sign that because I, I don't know anything about Korean culture, but I'm like, they're going to be looking for the glamour. So yeah. they're going to want to see whatever your interpretation of that is. They need to see it clearly. Yes, girl. Uh, finally, at the end of this episode, Bitter Betty was eliminated. So au revoir, Sarah Andrews. <laughs> Goodbye. <Bye-bye. laughs> finally. So now, now the only... Now the only real po- problematic one we have left is uh, La Zavaleta. You, we knew she'd be the last one standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, over in Canada, we are on episode six, The Sinner's Ball. The queens are challenged to showcase three runway looks at The Sinner's Ball with special guest judge and MySpace personality, Gigi Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very exciting. In the mini challenge, the ju- uh, the queens had to get into quick artist drag and paint an evocative twerk of art, mm. resembling their inner saboteur. And uh, this was one by Isis Couture. Yes, Isis Couture, very funny. I like Isis Couture. The only thing that sucked about this episode that Eve wasn't here. I oh yeah, feel like the energy <laughs> in the room dropped dramatically. Like I wanted to see Eve like throwing handfuls of paint at the canvas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so then in the maxi challenge, of course, you know, like I said, they had to present these three looks, which were sex, drugs, and rock and roll, mm-hmm. ugly as sin and seven deadly sins. Uh, I thought they were all really great looks, you know, uh, don't really have anything to complain about. I would say necessarily, I don't have, I don't like having opinions anymore. So <laughs> no, we can't be that way. We're always going to say what we have to fucking say on this show. Um, I love a ball. I particularly like the, um, seven deadly sins theme whenever I see it on any like top model runway or like a drag race runway. I think it's just really Uh, fun. And it's like trunks too. Trunks are always fun. Yeah. Make a garment out of whatever's in this box. Best of luck to you. Um, I'm trying to think of standouts. I'm just like riding the Pythia wave. Like I feel like the what? Kimura Amor. She was really good this week. Yeah, they stepped up. Um, Pythia, I'm just kind of like 
I am just like a fan. Everything they do, I'm like, yes, give me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what same. about you, Sony? I'm trying to look at the video clips they posted. No, I mean, Kamora's was cool. Like, um, like obviously, I, like I thought it was like awesome that she kind of like did that performance on stage because it was just like really like really intense. But like, I was glad that she did it because we don't see stuff like that very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I did like Isis Couture's like ugly look because like it totally did remind mm. me of like grandma's pillows. Like we saw whenever we travel to see family, like whether it was an <laughs> auntie, an uncle's wife, grandma, yeah. Mima's house, there was some <laughs> kind of crocheted doily thing on the damn couch. So I was low key triggered, but I was enjoying it. <laughs> and the 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 wrath look was good too. I yes, thought from her that was super like S and M. I loved it. Um, Kimora Amora's um, ugliest sin look for like the slave story. That was oh really my gosh. cool to do. Yeah. Powerful to do on stage. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was a great performance. And, and, and also too, like I was really worried about her, um, her uh, sins look, her envy look mm-hmm. because, you know, like she didn't seem very excited about what was in her box. And yeah. um, it looked like it was mainly just like a lot of like, objects like leaves and and stuff like that not a lot of um uh material yeah they're just like what's green here you go here's some (laughs) sticks and twigs and some foliage (laughs) yeah this is like this is definitely the box for laganja like she would have turned it yeah you have to be in it too i think that her final look was fine oh yeah Um, it was good i liked it it turned out good i was a little nervous for her too yeah so uh, the Maxi Challenge winner this week is Isis Couture. And the bottom two this week were Kendall Gender and Cynthia Kiss. Uh, they don't like Cynthia. They don't. They or don't Kendall. like Cynthia. <laughs> Are feel, you sure? No, see, I, I feel like they're like still pushing Kendall very hard. I know that they put her in the bottom, but like, I don't know. <laughs> they they had to do something about those hip pads. Like I appreciate the message, but I'm like, sister, we could yeah. like, throw a belt around that, <laughs> make it look real, you know, bougetto. <laughs> yeah, I I do want to take uh, a minute though to talk about the lip sync song, which was <laughs> "Heaven" by DJ Sammy, because I have like a very strong connection to this remix of "Heaven." Um, I've been listening to that remix since i was like probably in like middle school or high school like in the late 90s oh wow um i'm pretty i i don't know for sure because i was trying to think how i found this version and i'm i'm pretty sure like i'm 90 percent sure i found this song by typing gay music into (laughs) napster (laughs) wow yes gay napster (laughs) So, gay music and napster so yeah so i was like you know before i even <laughs> knew that heaven was a song by brian uh what's his name Oops, don't put uh, me on the i, I can't know, remember girl. the original sky singer see but i know dj sammy so i don't know i love i love 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 this remix it is so good i think it it's was better than song. the original yeah uh, i don't know <laughs> it was sorry a good pop. that's a really good sorry song. didn't mean to defame anybody but well, hey, sometimes the remix is just better. It's just TSD. Yeah. It's just my opinion. Yeah. Allegedly. It's wrong, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to sue you. That's incorrect. Okay. Well, how dare you? 
My apologies if you can accept them. No, we don't do that either. Okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Moving on around. I guess, we, do you want to take a break today or do you want to keep going? Um, let's take like five. Yeah, let's take a Okay. Break. Yes. We have come to a group decision to take <laughs> a break in this episode. And uh, if, if that's okay, I'm okay to take a break if you're okay to take a break. I'm okay with it if you two are okay with I it. I guess I'm fine with it. Maybe we should do a quick Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the listeners if they're fine with it. Yeah. It, are you okay. are you fine with it if Stoney and Jamal and I are fine with it? Yes. Let us know in the tweets. Yeah. Because I'm <laughs> fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm so fine. It, it, and it does look like the Twitter followers are fine with it. In, All right. In in early early lead, they said that they were <laughs> fine with it. Okay, let's go ahead and take a little break. <laughs> Hi, queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a Rue girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the the Interior Illusions Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the most mediocre problematic podcast there ever was. (laughs) Not us. Oh, not us. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> Just check Reddit. That could be the new podcast, not us, allegedly. Yeah. You heard it here first. Copyright, trademark. We'll sue. <laughs> we'll Theme threaten you with legal acts, action without even talking to you. Here we go. Our TFC is coming back. <laughs> <clears throat> so now let's move over into the UK where we are in episode nine, not the finale like everybody thought. I know, no top four. Yeah, they dragged the shit out of this season. Well, there was a top four again. Yeah, I guess not an official like finale top four. Yeah. So uh, in this week, or this episode is called The Pearly Gates Roast. And this week, RuPaul will be searching for UK's next drag superstar by... Um, by uh, having each queen write and perform their own comedy material in a stand-up challenge that seems uh, or that sees them roasting the most challenging victims themselves. <gasps> and uh, in this uh, show, they had special guest judge, comedian, legend, Kathy Burke. Mm-hmm. And my fave, Alan Carr. <laughs> Hi, Alan. Michelle Visage. And um, the yeah, rest of the queens, good. the rest of the queens, yeah, the eliminated queens came back who are also roasted. I know, like, how would you do in the audience? Like, if you were roasting, like, would you do fine roasting the other queens, like, in front of them? Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. 
I think I could do it. Apparently, I do. You know, apparently, I'm already doing that, roasting <laughs> queens in front of them. I would need some practice, you know, yeah. to make sure the jokes landed. But yeah, we've got some natural shade for sure. You know who else got roasted though? The uh, Drag Race UK Twitter and uh, Instagram accounts. Oh, for... because of the white supremes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw, saw that, that bitch. I was like, you probably shouldn't have tweeted that. It that, was funny on the show, but we don't yeah. need that as a singular post. <laughs> that does not give good optics. No. <laughs> I would be like, that would be like if you were a judge on the show and you just threatened to sue one of the fans of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same energy. Same, Same energy. energy. <laughs> yeah. Big drag energy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he just had to do it Uh, uh. oh god Uh, moving on there were no mini challenges week because uh, we were having a roast and the uh, runway theme was also oh my goddess which is ethereal mythical glamour Mm -hmm. this is fun you could have a lot of fun with this category like you can go full Mytho, what is it? Greek mythology, or you can mythological. Is that the word? That one. Mythological. Or you can just have like crazy fun and create your own person. Like I was excited for this. Or you can just ignore what Ruth says and do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's more fun. Or or you should just do whatever RuPaul tells you, so she doesn't eliminate you. That the most. Yeah. That part the most. (laughs) Yes. Um. So. Uh, this comedy challenge, uh, Ella Day got to make the order. Uh, thankfully, it was not Ellie Diamond this time. But uh, yeah, so she decided to put Crystal first, herself after, so she would look better. And <laughs> uh, another stinker, Vanity Milan. And uh, then a strong closer, Kitty Scott Claus. This was a good lineup. Um, definitely Crystal and Vanity were the weakest of the night, unfortunately, when it when it came to the roast. Yeah, well, I think it's just because she's so young and we're all so fucking old and fat. <laughs> and we're all fat cunts. Is that what Kathy she, Burke said? I think she, so. Yeah. That, was the, that was my takeaway. She really yeah. liked <laughs> those categories of joke, but, you know, probably just not enough time on the apps yet. Yeah, well, I mean, she's a virgin. <laughs> Mm. yeah um yeah i don't know i thought yeah ella really killed it and then uh, yeah and and kitty also did a really good job for me personally in my own opinion this is not to um defame kitty in any way Uh, allegedly kitty said some jokes that i thought were like borderline mean Uh uh-huh so i i but i think ella was like more fun Oh, I got you. Like the energy was a little different. Yeah. But also with Kitty too, um, while her shade, while her roast was definitely more pointed and direct with the details. Yeah. um, She was also looking down at her note cards more, whereas Ella felt just very natural and you're going to reference your notes here and there, but Ella just flowed and she commanded the whole stage and the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought um, Kitty was just like really mean to Crystal, like over she and was over, ragging on Crystal and over, like even yeah. after the roast, like whenever <laughs> during the judging, they're like, "Oh, who did you think was the funniest?" And she was like, "Oh, at Crystal." But with <laughs> yeah, Ella, it's like, damn, girl. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Um, yeah, that was really crazy. But 
I, I did enjoy seeing all the returning queens. I, I thought at first, you know, when they first glance, when they do the panning shots, I thought that I saw uh, Veronica Green as the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of oh, Oz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns that out was, that was Charity Case. Yeah, that was Queen Charity. <laughs> I was very Veronica surprised was, not to see her wearing green. <laughs> Veronica was serving you some nice green curls, though. Neon green. Neon green. She's an alien, allegedly. Ooh. Yas. Um, So at the end of this, uh, of course, we have two safe... Well, the winner, I should say, Ella Vade, a safe queen, Kitty Scott Claus, and then the uh, other only two queens on the show were the bottom, (laughs) which were uh, Crystal and Vanity. I think this was fair judging based on the performance. Um, they all looked great on the runway, but based on like the roast, this this bottom two is it. Yes, girl. They lip synced to a song by Dua Lipa called Hallucinate, which I felt like I was doing yesterday. <laughs> they love some Dua Lipa. They I must know. be getting a good deal on the tracks. That whole project is really good. But yeah, they're getting a dual leap. I feel like deal. yeah, they definitely like used an offer code somewhere. That's <laughs> yeah, why they keep playing dual leapa for sure. <laughs> a, f- a feature offer code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they like bought her rights to her catalog or something. Use code lip sync for forty percent <laughs> off feature song. <laughs> I probably said that backwards, but <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, at the end of this episode, uh, the queen eliminated was Vanity Milan, which was not really a shock. I think Crystal had a generally better track record throughout the competition. Yeah, I think that the track record saved Crystal. The lip sync wasn't bad. Like Vanity definitely serves in the lip sync, but Crystal had a stronger kind of history on the season. Absolutely. Um, so Stoney, did you like to update us on the fantasy league that you are no longer a part of? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's been so fun updating the points when you like have not scored any points. <laughs> for, we like, were just trying to make it easy for you so you don't have to update your points. Just ours. <laughs> it, actually, it actually is easier. One um, less row to update. So I'm in last place with 65 points. Jamal's in second place with 305 points. <laughs> okay. And Seth is in first place with 445 points. What? <laughs> yes. Well, my queen won the challenge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, Which is also oh why I'm gosh. rooting for Ella to win the show. Cleaning up. And <laughs> so fun thing is, so top three, Seth has two people, Ella and Crystal. Mm-hmm. And then Jamal has Kitty. So the odds are forever in my favor. Come on, Kitty. I don't even know if Jamal can even win at this point. Like I can't. Even, <laughs> even if Kitty wins. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, he can't win. So actually, Seth won. <laughs> Yay. I did it again. Oops, I did now it we'll again. Just see. <laughs> now we'll just see which queen takes the crown, but Seth wins. This is why we're quitting the show, just FYI. Oh, because you can't <laughs> win the fantasy league? <laughs> They got tired. Oh yeah, they got tired of me winning so much. Yeah. Actually, I was wondering if we could maybe um give Stony like a couple, you know, some bonus points for Ooh. trying his hardest. I was thinking we could give Stony plus four points, so just for trying his hardest. <laughs> how I'm many points? How many points would that give you if we gave you four points? I would have sixty-nine points. Ooh, oh 69. wow. Hmm. That's a good number. 
So I guess we'll just uh, let Stoney end the season with 69 points. <laughs> That'll mean, be fun. It's crazy because you're almost like eight times. Like your point total <laughs> is like eight times <laughs> my point. <laughs> oh, shit. You, you know what's you know kind of... <laughs> You know, re- referencing Queen Alanis, you know what's ironic? What's that? The uh, judge we had beef with this week also had like eight, over eight times as many followers as we did. Oh. Cute. Yeah. It's crazy. Whatever. Yeah. Flesh Allegedly. That guy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly yeah. flesh that guy. Yeah. Allegedly <laughs> great person. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> let's move on to our last show so we can be done i this week is a struggle for me i'm sorry like this is just really we're going out on a high note hey Charlie. this is this is not the end this is one episode and we're fresh off some drama so we're next just week will be cute. better next yeah, week will be just, better promise we're keeping I'll be in a good mood. we weren't not going to give you guys something to listen to I'll tell you how hot though is next week and which Ew. Italian queens that I think are hot. Yeah. No. Trade. After after this episode, we're trade s- of the week. Ew, stop. No. After <laughs> this week. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Sorry, after he already week, said it. After this week, we're gonna stop saying their name until they can play nice or until we start talking about the damn show. Isn't that like how it always works with the muscle gaze though? They're like so attractive but so wicked. Allegedly. Listen allegedly but um you know don't hold your breath because we're probably not covering italia yeah updates right (laughs) like i might want to say something but we'll keep it brief no we're done giving them airtime okay let's talk about we're here okay so in south dakota in watertown south dakota a place that i've never heard of before I'm assuming there's an abundance of water there, allegedly. <laughs> According to Bob, there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of water, not a lot of town. <laughs> not a lot of town. <laughs> but this uh, is legit one of those yeah. small towns where it's like, whoa. Like we and we see a lot of this on We're Here, but holy cow, could you imagine like and this is where people live. I'm not trying to be like that guy, but in comparison to what like we are used to or listeners are used to, it's like, whoa. Yeah. This is a small town that you have to wonder if you can like actually survive. Right. Right. We had uh, uh twins on this episode, Justice and Jaden. Uh one is gay and one is not. They were fun. I like the brother kind of um dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun to watch. They were cute. I liked um Justin Justice was the gay one and he had a really cute boyfriend that they I mean they didn't say he was his boyfriend on the show. He is his boyfriend. I got those vibes too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, his he, boo thing. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. um, I know I probably shouldn't say this, but the uh, the judge that we don't like has a really hot 19-year-old boyfriend too. <laughs> <laughs> Who has Ew. the same name. It's, it's. I feel like that'd be weird if you were dating someone with the same name as you. Hopefully they don't get tired of each other. I know. Oh. Hopefully they don't get tired of each other. I'm sure they wouldn't. They both seem like great people. Mm. Mm. so <laughs> then <laughs> we have amy uh who uh definitely reminds me a lot of what midwestern moms you know she had the look yeah. 
Yes, yes, she did. I was like, <laughs> not Karen. Her name is Amy. Uh, <laughs> she, she has a trans child and became, you know, was kind of bigoted and uneducated about the community until she mm-hmm. found out that she had a trans child. But luckily for her, she decided to become allegedly lucky. Luckily for her, <laughs> she decided to be a great person and come around. And she started this really cool Facebook group called Watertown Love Group, where mm-hmm. um, it, they kind of use that to help like connect all the LGBTQIA community in Watertown and gives them a safe space to meet once a month. That is a really cool idea. And um, we can joke like about all the Karen vibes in the world. Like as queer people, myself as a black person, I have to look at things like this, not trying to judge things, not trying to judge a book by its cover, but we just have to be kind of wary of (laughs) where we are. The people, they usually all kind of have like the same uniform. So Mm -hmm. it was nice to see this mom break away from that and like, we see so many reasons why, like earlier I said, this is a town that it seems like you would have to really decide if you could survive it just because there's mm-hmm. like people trying to literally like pray for you because they think something's wrong for you. Yeah. And there's this mom that's staying in her town, not running away, creating a safe space. Like we need a lot more of this energy, especially in areas like, you know, South Dakota, all of these mm-hmm. towns on we're here really. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. They had um, a, a group of, religious people sitting praying outside of the show yeah it was it was a little odd but you know i've i've seen things like this before i've had things like this happen to me i've had people put their hands on me allegedly and like yes allegedly and like try to pray the gay away and i was just like oh no i was old enough no i was old enough to like walk away i was like i don't fucking know you (laughs) (laughs) you know so that's just that was a little triggering but these things still happen these things still happen it would have been kind of funny if they were like throwing water holy water at the theater and they're like the power of christ compels you oh watch you know i couldn't have been a queen there if some person were praying for me like that i'd go dragula so fast i'd put on like some flammable drag and walk out of there in flames and start doing death drops in front of them (laughs) while i'm on fire I have no plans to visit South Dakota after what I saw on this episode. Sorry. Yeah. Not unless one of you listeners in South Dakota show us a safe space that we can safely kiki at for 24 hours before we leave. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone tries to pray at us, I will stone cold stunner somebody. <laughs> Allegedly. Not pray at. <laughs> Stop praying at me. <laughs> pray for yourself, ho. You clearly need it. And there's a difference. Like, you know, when someone's being shady, like praying for you or like other people are being nice and genuine, like there's a difference. So listen yeah. to your gut people. Yes. Also, not to forget, we do have uh, Eric on the show who is coming to terms with his sexuality, um, which I, which uh, apparently lies somewhere between pansexual and bisexual. Uh-huh. And uh, he is married to a woman and enjoys wearing women's clothing. Yes, coming out as um, a cross-dressing man. Yes. By um, bisexual, potentially pansexual. I thought it was very interesting to see that kind of story, their yeah. story on the show, because people are, especially nowadays, like there's all kinds of learning happening, all kinds of queer education coming out. So we as a community are really starting to sit down and think, 
how do I identify? Like, how do I make this make sense to people that I'm close with? So um, I appreciated them opening up that way and sharing that kind of gray space they're living in right now. Yeah, it was definitely interesting because like when you do hear the term cross-dresser, I feel like it does have a negative um, connotation to it. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was interesting to learn more about like, you know, his uh, practice of cross-dressing. And I I definitely got to like, I think Shangela, was it Shangela the one that was his... Eureka. 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 Yeah. Eureka. I found it was interesting because Eureka sort of brought out like that, um, you know, that it's like, you know, more of like a beautiful thing. It's like, you know, experiencing your feminine energy and then like it's you don't more have more intimate. Yeah. It's like not, you know, you don't have to um, be trans. It's like, you know, everyone it's femininity and masculinity exists at different levels inside of everybody. Right. And that's the challenging part for a lot of these people who choose to be willfully ignorant they just want so badly to have a box for everything but really they just want two boxes so as we continue to add boxes it's nice when we get the people who are open and willing to learn but yeah unfortunately a lot of people are just not open to the idea of people being who they truly are Mm -hmm. mostly because it's unfamiliar and they're different right unfortunately you know yeah unfortunate that they are not open to those individuals yeah i um i'm trying to think which i was which uh performance did you enjoy the most i'm trying to think (laughs) i um oh i know mine mine's bob's performance solo sorry i was about to choke um (laughs) bob did really well yeah Yeah, just allegedly. Just allegedly. We're not trying to get into any sort of litigation, so we're just covering our bases here. All of them. Every 10 yeah. seconds, allegedly. Um, no, Bob slays. <laughs> like, we've seen Bob once live, and it was so fun. So I just know, like, Little Watertown was getting all of their life. A place like that needs any one of those Queen's performances, honestly. Like, any one of them yeah. would do a, a, such a good job. I enjoyed Bob's the most. I always like Shangela's moments. I enjoy like her working through with her people throughout the day, just how she kind of interacts yeah. performance wise, you know, I think it's probably Bob. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I've seen Bob do that performance before somewhere, but it's a good one. So I was like, hell yeah. And this one was in HD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was our show this week. We covered all of the, important drag race franchises and we uh have hopefully made peace with anyone who is upset um by some comments that were taken out of context Context. uh Uh, we mean we come you know like they say in the alien movies we come in peace and uh hopefully oh i guess we would normally do trade here but sony already made our trade for the week so no, we kind of covered that already yeah that's not it i don't know allegedly a, allegedly allegedly stoney picked that as his trade because <laughs> he's like three weeks late now yeah we said what we said we hope you keep listening <laughs> leave us five stars reviews thanks for coming podcast.com while it's active at yeah tfc pod on all socials <laughs> and, and going forward let's let's make our our uh our race to the finish line or our journey to the finish line a a more positive one and don't send any hate to anybody again don't send hate to this judge 
um, or anyone on Twitter, like, you know, like we always say, it's, um, we always try to get people to not do that. It's wild having actually experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, the drag, I can now say officially the drag race fandom is crazy and yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.